Blog Talk Radio. This is episode 319 of the Mike Savella Radio Program for Tuesday, November 26, 2013. On tonight's show, yes, our friend, our good friend and co-host, Warrior Cat, is back. I think this is our first show of 2013. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Uh, so we're very excited to chat it up with her. We'll be talking about Thanksgiving. We'll be talking about all the snow here. And uh, we will start the show with a, a surprise that we'll reveal, but you'll have to wait. <laughs> Are you ready out there? <laughs> well, let's do this, America. <laughs> show that is passionate about medicine and social media. This is the Mike Savella radio program. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Savella, the one-man social media machine for seven years running. That's right. Check out the site at drmikesavella.com. Today is Tuesday, November 26, 2013. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central Time. And here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, it feels like 25 degrees Fahrenheit. And there's a half a foot of snow right outside the studio right now. (laughs) We'll talk more about that in a little bit. How's your week been going? It's been, uh, well, you know, I'll be complaining about the weather in a little bit. Uh, But against my better judgment, against my better judgment, kids, yes, the chat room is open. Uh, this evening, and our good friend Dr. Jonathan is uh, in the chat room uh, this evening, and uh, uh, maybe later in the show he will call in and uh, maybe give us a Thanksgiving report or a weather report from his part of the world uh, over there. So uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, tonight. And um, so Kat is on hold right now, and uh, we're going to be chatting it up here tonight. We have it's been so long since uh, we've had a show here because I've been working and she's been working and this is the only night of the entire year <laughs> where we have not been working so we will be chatting it up and catching up uh, so it's going to be fun here tonight uh, so I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for having me be a featured host on this very network thank you so much for that I've been a social media hobbyist since 2005 and if you're curious yes I am a real doctor. I am a family physician in full-time private practice uh, here in beautiful but cold northeastern Ohio. 
And uh, I will uh, take my break. And after the break, the beautiful and lovely warrior cat will be here. I know you're not here because of me. You're all here because of her. And, you know, I don't blame you. (laughs) Oh, man, this is going to be a good show here tonight. You're listening to the Mike Savella Radio Program, a proud member of the ProMed Network of Podcasts. You can go to ProMedNetwork.com. Dot com and Warrior Cat. Get, get, get ready, kids. Wake the neighbors. Wake the neighbors. Warrior Cat's coming up right after this. Yeah. Can you feel it, baby? Better than ever, back better than ever. This is the Night Shift Show on a Tuesday night here on the Block Talk Radio Network. And on the line with us, on the line with us from the southern part of the United States who who doesn't even see snow at all on the line with us. Warrior Cat is with us. Cat, how are you doing, my dear? Hello, darling. I'm doing just great. How are you? You, you, you opened up with the British. You went right to the British accent. You went right to it. Actually, I didn't think that was British. I didn't. Well, I didn't mean for it to sound British. I meant for it to just sound snobby. Okay, <laughs> darling. Well, yeah. Not, snobby and snotty. Nice. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I have to yeah, break out good. the British accent at some point this on this show. Yeah. Has it really been? Has it really been the, our first show in 2013? I don't feel like it. I don't know. I don't know. 2013, 2013. 2013. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what we call this. I, I have no idea. Um, so, Kat, how, how you doing? Uh, how, what's what's the temperature down there? Is it like 85 degrees right now? What what's the temperature? Actually, actually, no. It has been quite cold this week. Well, it's since. I think it was Friday afternoon we got a cold front. And it's been, like, staying cold, which is crazy for down here, for one thing. And for another thing, we have gotten cooler weather earlier this year than normal. I mean, for instance, usually we'll get our first cold front probably around the last week of October. And when I say cold front, it gets to the 70s as below. Oh, my God, 70s. <laughs> wow. In the first week or two of October, we had a cold front. It went down to the, like, 60s. So we were like, wow. (laughs) People freaking out down there. People were just like, hey, it's it's like the end of the world. It's 65 degrees. Actually, no, I was excited because I'm like, maybe we'll actually have a fall this year, somewhat of a fall, you know. Uh. And. Because I was thinking about this today. I I think it was maybe a year or two ago. I remember posting a twit pic in November when I was was sitting in my car and the, you know, like the temperature thing that shows the temperature 
that it is outside. Right, right. It's like 102 right, right. or something, like 102. And it was in November. Right. And so, I mean, down here, we may get like one one day or two that is like we get a really massive cold front and there's like ice and stuff and that's when people are really freaking out, you know. But it'll last like a day or two. And then we may have a few cold days in there where it gets to the 40s or 30s, but that's it. But we've been in the 40s since Friday. I've actually 40s since Friday? My... That's, like, that's like the end of the world down there. Well, kind of, yeah, but I love it. <laughs> I mean, I love it in the <laughs> sense that if I don't have to go out in it, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. like like today I was running errands and it was sunny but it was in the forties and but the wind was blowing so it was like oh it's so cold you know because the wind was blowing hard but for instance I went outside just a little while ago and it was still that it was probably in the fifties maybe but the wind wasn't blowing so it felt really crispy cool like kind of a nice cool you know mm. it wasn't too too bad. But if the wind's blowing, <laughs> it's so funny because it's like you see people, like, because I live next door to a park and people go and they jog and they walk and everything. And when we're in the 50s, it's like lately, you see people dressed up like probably the way y'all dress up when there's a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> they have like a parka on and they have uh, Well, they uh, have like earmuffs. We have earmuffs. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold. Oh, my gosh. But, um, um, yeah. So, um, so, we, we, so, so we should get this out of the way right at the, at the beginning of the show because we're going to, because I'm going to mess up, like, making references and stuff. Uh, so, uh, earlier, th- th- this is, like, breaking news. Um, especially for our longtime listeners and uh, for people of Blog Talk Radio Land. Uh, so earlier this month, uh, after five years on the radio uh, chatting across the Internet, um, me and Kat had a, had a meetup, and we met each, uh, each other in person uh, in real life. And uh, that, was, that was a fun experience. So, uh, so uh, Kat, what did what, what, you think of meeting me? Just, you know, wasn't that awesome? It was awesome, man. We had a tweet up. <laughs> That's right. We, we we had a little we had a little tweet up earlier this month. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun, and you know, it's like you know when you meet someone that you've known like over the internet or whatever, you always say, "Oh, it's going to be different. It's going to be strange, right?" But it was you. Like you know what I mean? Like there was nothing. I mean, I just met you in person, right? There wasn't anything different than what I was expecting you to be. Does that make sense? Hmm. Okay. No, I mean, no, I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean, it was good. Like, what I was saying is, like, you you always have that thought in your head. Like, what if I meet this person in there? Because even though you know them over the Internet, right? Right, right. What if there's just something different about them that's 
off or weird. Or I don't know what, I mean, not necessarily weird, but just that makes them different to me, that makes them seem different. But, I mean, you were the same Mike I've been knowing for five years. I just, I saw you in the flesh. <laughs> like, I actually saw you in person. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't okay. know what I'm trying to say. But I clapped because you know how I like to clap when things are good. <laughs> it was a fun No, it was, it was a fun uh, tweet up. It was no, a fun it was, tweet up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to um, got to chat a lot about uh, a lot of stuff. I mean, five years worth of stuff, you know. <laughs> Crazy, you know. And uh, I think the only other person I've met besides you, well, I met our co-host Sharon that we had on the Lambie Lowdown, and I met Doctor right. Blogstein. But I think that y'all are the only three that I've actually met in person from Blog Talk Radio from the internet. And I hope I'm not missing anyone. I mean, like, I've met some fans from the Landy Lowdown, but I'm talking about hosts and stuff. Exactly. exactly. Like, I haven't met exactly. Annie and Burl. I haven't met Kimmy. I haven't met Jay. I haven't met Matt. I haven't met any of those, anybody else. <laughs> so. Oh. Yeah, our, our, our good friend Dr. Jonathan's in the chat room, and he says this sounds like a Match.com commercial. I haven't met Dr. Jonathan. He's he's going to call in in a few minutes. I told him to call in in, in a few minutes and uh, to okay. give us a, the Dr. Jonathan update. But uh, but yeah, so I met Kat on a uh, uh, Match. dot com and uh, <laughs> that's how uh, otherwise called Blog Talk Radio. And uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was better than I actually thought. No. Um, so yeah, so it was no, it was it was weird. I mean, you know, it's, uh, I mean, I I, I got to admit, I was, I was a little bit anxious, you know, because you know you never know, uh, you know, who who you're going to meet through the radio, um, you know, how they are on the radio versus real life. You never know, you know. I mean, it could be kind of weird, can be kind of awkward, because you know, because uh, you never know, you know. And um, but uh, but just like you said, I mean, yeah, you are like. Uh, uh, like you are, you know, on the show here. And, uh, you know, just like on the show here, we just, we were just laughing the whole time we were hanging out, you know, and uh, uh, talking about, you know, past shows and talking about some mutual people that we know. And uh, um, it was fun. It was, it was, uh, it was a good time. Um, we were, it was, yeah, good. We were, I was just going to say we were gossiping. No, nah, I'm just kidding. We weren't gossiping. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll we'll make our blog talk radio friends think that we're gossiping about them, which we were, but we won't we won't share it on the air here. So. We, 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 we can know, say that some of them are really nice people and some of them are really jerks. So uh, you know, no, what are you do no, that? no, we didn't say nobody was a jerk, did we? No, we didn't. I did. <laughs> I, I didn't. I love everyone. I love everyone. I have. Just so much love in my heart for everyone. <laughs> I haven't done the clapping in a while, I don't think. Or do I always? Yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so so yeah. So that was. Uh, I want to get that out out front here. You know, just just to get that out of the way because because uh, we may be making some obscure references and stuff. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, and they'll be like, well, why are they hiding the each other? No, we just, we're not. We're telling you now. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how's, how's work there, Kat? You, been, you guys have been real busy with all the babies and stuff and all that good stuff down of there. Of course. Yes, we've been busy. Um, it's kind of slowing. Well, I don't want to say slowing down. We still have a lot of babies, but they're not as critical. There was a little uh, period there where uh, we were so busy because we had such a high acuity, like a lot of babies that were one-to-one, you know, one nurse, one baby, you know, they couldn't have more than one. And so, I mean, like, it was one of those you could work almost every day, really, if you wanted, because they were always needing somebody. Like, there was so many days where I was taking care of a one-to-one, but I had two babies, and I didn't have just that one, you know, and those were the nights that I'd come home and my legs felt like they were going to fall off. In fact, one of those nights, we were so busy. I had my my one-to-one, I had another baby, and we were going to get a a set of 26-week twins, and the charge nurse says, if these twins come, I have to give you another baby, and I'm just like, are you serious? But thank God they didn't come. They came later. But I was like, and at the end of the shift, I'm like, you know, thank God those those twins didn't come because there's no there's no physical way I could have done it, you know. So it gets scary when it gets that busy. But we're we're it's getting better now. Like I said, we're still have a ton of babies, but they're all like, you know, they're getting bigger, so they're out of that acute phase. And you can have like more than just one to one, you know. You can have two. Oh, okay. So. Okay, okay. Getting oh, bad. look out! Big, big, uh, big shout out to freaking Ben. You remember freaking Ben? You remember freaking Ben, don't you? Freaking Ben's in there. Hey, freaking Ben. Freaking Ben. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he he gave the show a big like on Facebook, and uh, so uh, I don't know. I I don't know if he's snowed in there, if they got any snow at all. But a uh, big shout out to uh, to freaking Ben who announced some uh, good news on uh, on Facebook. I I I, I shouldn't. Uh, Announce it here because I don't know if we want everybody to know, but uh, big, uh, big thumbs up there to uh, to freaking Ben. So uh, ho- hope he's doing well, and uh, you know he's, he's in the chat room. So he's saying he's saying hello, my old friends. So it's been been a long time. So uh, um, wow. So, yeah, wow. Hey, Kat, I, I I know you're not on Facebook, uh, but uh, but freaking Ben, he's 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 doing well for himself. So uh, so good good uh, good for freaking Ben. You know, so uh, having a good time out there. Um, yeah, it's, it's a few hours here from, from the world headquarters here. So, uh, um, I, I meant to meet up with him this summer, but I was a jerk and, uh, didn't make the time. <laughs> so I'll put that out there. Now. I think it's been a couple of years since we had a big meetup and that, that was fun too. So, uh, so big, friggin' Ben in the chat room. So, uh, uh, friggin' Ben has a, has a, has an update one to three inches of snow. And oh, he said, uh, "Feel free to share the news." So um, let, let me uh, let me let me get this correct here. <laughs> um, so so friggin' Ben and Mrs. Friggin' Ben are expecting, and he uh, they, he put that out on out there on Facebook that they're they're having wow. a baby in, in the summer uh, next year. So it's uh, a big shout out to uh, friggin' Ben and Mrs. Friggin' Ben. All right, congrats, friggin' Ben. That's awesome. 
Is that their first? I guess so, right? I mean, it seems like it's been forever since I've heard from him or seen him or, you know, I I didn't, you know, I haven't seen him in forever. I I haven't seen Jesse Ferg in a long time either. I mean, you know, he's on Twitter, but I, I don't get on Twitter that much as I used to. But yeah. I, I rarely, I rarely see Jesse tweet either. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm out of the loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, oh yeah. So he says he's starting the Brady Bunch. It's, it's it's their first together, but it's his fifth overall. So, good job there, friggin' Ben. And uh, wow, he's got and, five and, and, kids. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, they, I mean, uh, yeah, I, mean, I know what you're saying. I mean, the guy, the guy looks so young. You know, I mean, come on, like what, what a guy. But <laughs> you have five kids. <laughs> Good job there, friggin' Ben. All right. Friggin yeah, ben. and, and, and on, next and thing fr- you know, fr- oh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say next thing you know, Annie and Burl will pop in. Probably no, I don't. Not. <laughs> Where are you, Annie and Burl? Where oh, are you, no. Annie and Burl? Are they still well, alive? Friggin', <laughs> after friggin' Ben stopped their their last show, he he uh, he got a life, which means that he left the internet for a while, and uh, so good good for friggin' Ben got married and uh, and now they're having uh, having a kid. So it's a good job. That's awesome. That's fantastic. <laughs> do they know? Ask him, ask him this, or I can just—I guess I can ask him because he can hear me too, right? Exactly <laughs> if, it's, right. if they know if, it, if they know it's a boy or a girl. Uh, he did not. He did, they did not uh, put that on the Facebook thing, so uh, maybe they don't know, or or they're keeping it to themselves, which I totally respect. So whatever, whatever they well, want to do. If it's due in the summer, she may not be far along enough to know yet. I think they don't know until at least what sixteen weeks. I don't know. I can't. I can't. That's too much for me to think about right now to count. They, 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 they said they don't know, but but I know that you're you're using your nursing skills there, Kat. So, uh, <laughs> so good job. I know that uh, Dr. Jonathan's going to be calling in a little bit, and uh, maybe maybe if if freaking Ben's really really bored, he can he'll call in uh, maybe a little bit later during the show. I know. I think he was. Somebody was watching. Uh, somebody. Uh, because Rudolph, Rudolph was on tonight, Kat. I don't know if you knew, if you knew that, but Rudolph the Rosemary's Ranger was on Oh, that old Television one with the, the little puppet? Yeah, the, the classic one was on uh, was on television tonight. Oh, they're so sweet. I can't watch them because it makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> what what makes you sad? What? <laughs> Seeing the little puppets and stuff and when they're like sad and stuff. Because isn't there a part where he cries and stuff? He does, but I could tell you the ending. If you don't know the ending, there's a happy ending. I forgot. It's been so long. But like any time, oh I'm such gosh. a big baby. I am. T- I am so sensitive that even a cartoon can make me. It's not a cartoon, but whatever. An animation can make me sad. Like I am such <laughs> a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch Bambi. I can't watch Old none of Yeller. I didn't use Old Yeller. I never watched Old Yeller. I can't watch things I know that I'm going to be sad about. One time, 
I went, I went to get my tires changed, right? And they put me in this, like, waiting room, and they had, a, like, a DVD playing, and they had Black Beauty, the, the movie movie. Right, right, And right. I, they had started from the beginning, and I'm sitting there watching it. And I get to the part where he's, like, sick and almost dying, and, and the guy's, you know, trying to feed him warm fluids because he got too cold or whatever it was. I can't remember. And they were ready with my car, and I said, oh, gosh. I said, let me just, can I just sit here for a little bit? I need to see him get well before I leave. Because it was kind of in the beginning of the, the movie, so I knew he had to have gotten better. They're not going to kill off Black Beauty again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they ended up really enjoying the movie, and I'm like, oh, man, this is so good. But I had to leave. I wasn't going to sit there for two hours to watch a movie in a in a tire store. And he goes, and the guy was so nice. He's like, you want to borrow it? You could take it. I said, no, no, that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so you're getting your tires rotated. You're getting your tires rotated and you're bawling in the waiting room. I'm trying to imagine well, I'm, this. I, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not bawling. I just kind of get depressed. And I'm like, I have to see him get better before I leave. And he's like, oh, no, that's fine. You can sit there. I'm like, these people are going to think I'm a freaking nutcase. And he did. He got better. <laughs> did he get better? Did, 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 did you feel better after that? Yeah. But, I mean, it's terrible when I see, like, uh, you know, it's it's just like when I am, I'm out driving and I see a stray dog or a stray cat or I see a dead animal on the road. You know, it can ruin my day. You know, and, like, yesterday I, I had brought my mom to the doctor and everything, and we were on our way home, and she sees a stray dog on the road, and she, she got depressed the whole day. It's like, I guess it comes from my mom. I get that, you know, the genes. I got the I got the sensitivo gene that that it's it's almost <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> wow, man! <laughs> I hate to see any living thing, whether it's an animal or human, suffer. I just don't like to see suffering and sadness, which is why it really kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> in the world. Yeah. You know? No, I know. You know what I mean, Vern? You know what I mean, Oh, I know, I know what you mean, Vern. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know that friggin' Ben probably came in late, but uh, but at the top of the show here, that uh, we, we made a big reveal here that, that me and Kat had a little tweet-up and meet-up. And, uh, um, you know, I, I even... Uh, I even got to talk with your mom a little bit. Your mom is nice. She's awesome. <laughs> but you have you have all these all these animals at your place there, cat. I mean, you, you mentioned it on the show before, but okay. you, well, you have all these animals there that live there. Well, let's let's explain to the people, though, okay? We're we're not we're not like we're not a house full of animals. We're not animal hoarders or anything, okay? We, I just have my four cats inside, which is a lot to some people, I'm sure. And my mom has yeah. a little three. And my mom has her little three-pound Yorkie. But on our property, okay, we have. My mom rescues turtles. She loves turtles. Okay, she's got a big turtles. fountain outside. Yeah, she loves turtles. So she, 
she's got, we have this huge like fountain pond type thing on part of our property that has like the water turtles because we live near a park that has a uh, little like pond lake thing and sometimes you'll see one of the turtles going out in the road and they're going to get hit so you have to go save them and she puts them in our little thing right and then she has some a few land turtles that she rescued that are in their own little place okay on our property then I spent a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of money, and a reason, the reason I say that, not because I'm, like, bragging or anything. What I'm saying is I built a sanctuary for cats because for, we had had a, a little colony, not like, I'm talking about, like, eight cats, okay, that were strays. Actually, there was more than eight. It's, like, now eight, okay? So, you know, we... We couldn't not feed them, so we would feed them. They would just come to our house and eat and then go along their merry way. Well, there was a time when we started seeing them dying of something weird. We were thinking that somebody was poisoning them in the, the neighborhood. And people said, well, why didn't you just call Humane Society? Because they were, most of them were too wild. They would have been put down. So we just fed them. And I know we were, actually what we did do in the beginning is I would capture them like trap, neuter, release, so they wouldn't continue to have more babies. That's the best thing to do. I mean, if you see strays, that's fine and dandy if you want to feed them, but you have to capture them, get them neutered, and then release them because all you're doing when you're feeding them is increasing the population and you're actually hurting them in the end. So we got the majority of them neutered, okay? There was only a couple we couldn't get. So, well, when we started seeing them get poisoned, we felt like, oh, we got to do something. But still, like, the majority of them are black cats. And those, because I have one, his his name is Diego, okay? He's one of my rescues. He's, he's a black cat. And he's the sweetest animal in the world. He could easily belong to anyone. He is totally adoptable. But black animals, even dogs, but especially black cats, are the last ones to get adopted because people are superstitious because they're, stupid <laughs> they think wow. black cats are, well they think black cats are actually bad luck and that is superstitious nonsense okay uh and so they don't get adopted and he might have ended up being put down anyway and he's the ah. most lovable sweet cat and in fact shelters all over the place they will not sell black cats or, or around halloween time because of crazy people who will hurt them, you know, adopt them purely for the fact of hurting them. So oh, wow. uh, so what I, what we had done, we built like a sanctuary for them um, where it has an outdoor part and a little room indoors for when it does get cold, they can go in there, or when it does get hot, it's like air conditioning and, and heater in there. And, uh, <laughs> but of course, like, like, like when people tell me, oh, Kathy, I have this cat. Oh, I'm like, no, I, you know, I can't take any more. <laughs> so they're not in the house. <laughs> they're outside of my house. So we're not, I mean, I, technically, probably I'm a crazy cat lady, but I'm not that crazy. I'm not going to have that many cats in my house. I refuse. <laughs> as much as I love yes. them, that will never happen. You have happen. to draw a line somewhere there, cat. I have to draw a line, even four, you know, because <laughs> it's like... Because, you know, it's a constant, I mean, we have no carpet in the house. It's all tile. 
it's all tile. And, yeah, it's a constant cleanup. It's, a, it's, constant. it's not because they're just filthy. They're clean animals. They use their litter box and everything. But, it's, you know, you have to – you've got lint brushes. You've got <laughs> – I'm vacuuming. I'm – and I use the best cat litter there is, you know, that – Tell me, you did not smell cat pee in my house, did you? No, I did not, cat. No, there was no cat pee. And that is the honest truth. You can it. I use the best cat litter. It's, it's made of crystals, and it really. And I mean, you have to be meticulous, and you have to always be on top of it to keep the house clean. It's kind of like having kids in a way. <laughs> <laughs> No, so we have this little outdoor sanctuary for them. And it's, like I said, it's mostly black cats because um, I knew that even because they're, they're all tame enough now that they're not afraid of us, but there's still some of them that won't let us pick them up or anything. But Diego, oh, my gosh. You know, if you go out there with sandals, he'll start licking your toes. He rubs himself all over. He is just the sweetest animal. Ever. He's adorable. <laughs> I love Diego. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so we, we're basically, we rescue animals, and, uh, yeah, so <laughs> we, have, we have a lot of babies. <laughs> <laughs> but I spent, like, $20,000 on that cat sanctuary. Oh, my gosh. You know, wow. this guy, these people that w- walk in the park and all, they like to stop and look at them and stuff because they have, like, this little patio screened-in area, right? And they like to sometimes do little tricks and stuff to the people. And one guy told my mom, you know, that place that you have for them is better than some people down here, what they live in, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's how much we love animals. But you know, I, I, w- That's I would love. How much love you love to... animals, their cat? <laughs> well, my mom loves animals too. But you know, and I wish the only ones, like I said, that are sweet enough to actually be adoptable are the black right. ones. And like I said, they're not going to get adopted. The other ones, the ones that are too wild, uh, they're not adoptable that way. So, you know, it's like, oh, what can I do? You know, I, I can't I can't send them to the gas chamber, <laughs> but they're really easy to take care of. I go in the morning, I feed them, I clean their litter boxes. I go at night, I feed them, I clean their litter boxes, and it's fine. You know, wow. keep it clean in there. It's really kept clean, and yeah, and it even has they even have their own little tiny pond with a fountain. With a fountain. Yeah, you didn't see it all. You didn't see all that stuff. Wow, man. Where do you get the kitty litter at? Is, is it like a special kitty litter, cat kitty litter place that you, uh, well, no. that you have to get? The, well, the ones that I – actually, I'm going to change the indoor ones to the ones I use for outside because I actually like it. Like the ones I use for the indoor cats, it's this crystal litter, right? And it, like, really, it just traps that urine in there and just doesn't let it go, okay? You, know, you just don't smell anything. And, uh, and it's, like, for one bag, it's, like, $14. Uh, 
but it lasts a lot longer than your just regular plain litter. I mean, you obviously you clean the poop out every time they poop, but as far as the pee smell, it keeps that smell. I mean, it, it'll last a lot longer than your regular type litter. And then for the outside cats, I use a scoopable litter. So you take the pee and the poo out, and that's actually, you know, because the pee will clump. What happens is they pee, the litter actually clumps up into a ball. You can take it out with the scoop. So, and I'm I actually, that one that I found for the outdoor cats, the one I'm using, I'm going to, once I'm finished with this crystal litter, I'm going to use that for the indoor cats because, I mean, hell, you know. It, to me, that's even better than the crystals trapping up all that urine. You, you won't have any urine in there. Wow. I, I'm sure this is fascinating <laughs> talk for your listeners. I bet there's... That's right, yeah. yeah. So uh, to, to, uh, to, to save us there, he's, he's, uh, he's called in. And uh, <laughs> I will... I will uh, to save us? <laughs> yeah, to, 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 well, actually, just to save me. Uh <laughs> Uh, I will bring him on the line. The uh, the host of the Dr. Jonathan Live Show, Dr. Jonathan's on the line. How, how are you, sir? Hey there, Mike. Hi, Cat. How are you? You know, I really have enjoyed this conversation so far. I, I hope I'm not interrupting. No, uh, no, no you're so You're sweet. saving me, so thanks for calling in. <laughs> <laughs> I was learning a lot about cat management. So. Cat. Uh, and cat. Uh, yes. Cat management with cats. Yeah. <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's right. Both types of cat management, I guess. Yes. Um, yeah, you, how you, are you guys? You, you don't. You don't get this on the Dr. Jonathan live show. There's no way. No, I. I don't have the privilege of having such a great co-host. I. It's kind of just all me. So. Uh, <laughs> so I have to just entertain myself. <laughs> Usually. It's, it doesn't uh, doesn't turn out to be this interesting, so I, I really uh, I really enjoy this show. Yes, well, thank, thank you. you. Well, for people who don't know you, uh, where, where 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 are you at uh, right now, and, and what are you doing uh, in life these days, Jonathan? Oh, that's a good question. Wow, um, I am in Chicago, uh, Illinois, um, finishing up uh, family medicine residency, and it's uh, it's really funny, uh, Doctor Mike, because when we first like started talking, I was like a medical student. Um, interested in family medicine, and now it's just funny how fast time flies. But um, anyways, I'm spending my time, you know, with patients, you know, delivering babies, attempting to save lives, um, you know, things like that, primary care. I make my own fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dr. Jonathan. I, uh, I, I saw you on some uh, photo shoots. Uh, for uh, you know, for but that, with people in lab right. coats, is, did, did you did you make it in Hollywood or what? What, what was that? Uh, on Facebook? Ho- hopefully that's coming. Hopefully that's coming. No, actually, that was a photo shoot for the American Osteopathic Association. And as you know, I'm an osteopathic uh, physician, and the AOA wanted to do a photo shoot for literature and uh, like their pr- promotional campaign. So I'm hoping to to see either a photo of me or one of my colleagues uh, in the uh, literature that they produce or maybe on the train or billboards or um, something like that uh, someday soon. But we'll see. Who knows? Depends on whoever they thought was the best looking, and I'm still not sure. (laughs) Well, I know who Um, I would vote for. Uh, (laughs) 
How did well, you, how, you. How did I, you get that gig? How did you get that gig? Yeah, g- good question. Um, actually, my program is well known for being uh, for being one of the prominent um, DO programs in Chicago, and the AOA is actually headquartered in Chicago. So they asked ah. if they could come. They asked if they could come in and, and do the shoot, and then my uh, one of my colleagues who's in charge of the program knew that I would be just the person to. Uh, collaborate such an event and it, but I'll tell you it was a lot of fun it was a very fun day um, I actually had m- almost as much fun uh, pretending to be a doctor for the photo shoot um, as I do being a real doctor you know so uh, it's fun posing separating that uh, you know like uh, did you are you like a method actor I mean did you have to like say you know I, I have to like <laughs> I actually have to think about being a fake doctor, even though you're a real doctor. No, I mean, uh, yeah, that was it. Was it was uh, it was tough? Definitely, it, it was. It was funny. They wanted me to do things that doctors really would never do, like draw blood. Um, so I was, <laughs> I was faking drawing blood from the standardized patient. Um, I haven't drawn blood for like four years, um, but it was, it was. <laughs> I felt really bad for the patient, but it, it was. Uh, it, it was uh, it was quite entertaining though. Um, yeah, I was just in the zone trying to be a doctor. They would tell me to smile, and then I would smile. And they would tell me, "Don't smile that much. Smile like you're a happy uh, doctor." So uh, I, I I think they're gonna th- they probably took like three thousand photos all day, but they're probably going to end up using like two of my hands drawing blood. You know, so who knows? Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. So 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 you, you can you can get the you can get the rest of the photos for your own promotional activities. I would. Think. That, that's 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 the idea. No, <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't know if I'll ever see that. But, <laughs> but I actually the, the, photo, the photos that I uh, that I posted on my Facebook page were actually photos that the a that the um, production crew was taking like behind the scenes with their iPhones. So. They're very awkwardly positioned photos, but I just thought they looked neat, so I stole them. Um, haven't seen any nice. of the real photos yet, though. But uh, oh, great, great! Did you had a photo shoot, Doctor Sevilla? You and Kat have a photo shoot together yet? That would be uh, fun. We we uh, we did, but but we can't release them. They'll be they'll be exclusive <laughs> to Match. Um, um, Match. dot com. Yeah, yes. we're ready. Yeah. yeah, I know you guys really should have had the cameras there when you were when you met for the first time. I could have played the piano notes in the background on the computer. Yeah. Um, you could have synchronized the whole thing. Yeah, you know that that like tone they play, like did did did, did and you're like, oh, this is going to be a happy story. Um, yeah, but yeah. Or it could have been dun 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 dun. That's right. That's yeah, right. Exactly. It could have been a scary story. Yeah, it could have been scary, yes. Um, I don't know. I still haven't met either of you. Who knows? You could be scared of me, though, so I don't know. Um, No, no. uh, No, not at all. It's always interesting meeting people in real life from uh, from social media. I've met a handful, but not too many. You've probably met a lot of how how awkward was it there, Doctor John? Was was it really awkward? Uh, I mean, for for you or I don't for know. them you or know, for both? It, it wasn't really really that awkward, actually. Um, especially now that I'm more involved in uh, health tech entrepreneuring. Um, whenever I go to these conferences and conventions, people will come up and be like, 
you're that guy who tweets a lot. And I say, yes, <laughs> that's me. Nice to meet you too. Um, and it's always kind of fun. So I, I never <laughs> – or it, it, it's, it's kind of weird though because sometimes people will know you a little bit too intimately, you know, because we – especially on Twitter, we kind of let people into our lives, into a very intimate part of our lives, especially people like you and me who tweet a lot about, you know, things that we don't even tell our friends necessarily, you know, like our, yeah. our affinity for whatever, you know. So overall yeah, like good experiences though. Sometimes it's probably a little easier to be op- more open on social media because you're like, well, I don't know this person in real life. <laughs> yeah, or no, exactly. You know, like, yeah. Like if, if yeah, no, it's true. You don't always necessarily want people you work with. Now, I've, there's a couple people from work that I love and I feel fine tweeting anything in front of them that I follow on Twitter and they follow me, but, you know, you don't necessarily want everyone that you know at work following your Twitter or whatever. For whatever yeah, reason, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I actually block my employer on Twitter. And I never mention them either, and it's really funny whenever we have uh, lectures from the social media people people are always telling the hospital like how active I am on social media. And I'm just like, Nope, I don't want to be, <laughs> don't tell them that. I don't want them to, to make me uh, promote their hospital, you know? So it's, uh, it's a difficult balance, I think, but, but it's, it's fun though. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you're patients? kind of like, uh, it, it, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't work either. Uh, it, it's a fine <laughs> balance between, you know, like the, like the, you know, the internet, Dr. Jonathan versus like the seeing patients, Dr. Jonathan, I would. That's right. Think. That's right. Do you have any patients who follow you on Twitter? Dr. Um, you probably do. Yeah. So you're a little bit more, you're um, pretty famous. Uh, not as famous as you. Uh, oh, well, I thank you. I take that as quite a compliment, <laughs> but I think, I think we just promote each other's egos. <laughs> I exactly. Think that's, what Twitter is. It's, that's why Twitter we join each other's bo- show. That's what I, yeah. Well, <laughs> I think we're no, the only great. viewers no, on each other's show. Oh, no, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that's the great thing about <laughs> that's the great thing about Twitter is everybody just promotes each other like all the time. Whereas on you know on Facebook or MySpace, I think more people are more likely to bash each other. But uh, <laughs> um, that's but true. no, that's what Twitter is. It's a bunch of normal people pretending they're famous and a bunch of famous people pretending they're normal. You know, it's. Uh, it's ah it's, very it's, it's, true. It's very true. Yeah, and uh, it's a very interesting dynamic. That, and another thing that happens a lot on Twitter is people promote people with the intention of just promoting themselves. Um, and I, I find it fascinating. Me having a psychology background, it's kind of a really keen study on on, on social psychology. Uh, it's really interesting. But uh, yeah. But no, you know, I did have a patient. It's interesting because today I had a patient email me and say, I was a guest on this radio show the other day, some other internet radio show, not nearly as popular as, uh, as this show right here, but, exactly or, right. Uh, or, as, or as critically acclaimed. But, um, right. <laughs> but uh, she was like, yeah, I was on this radio show. I thought you'd find it interesting because I know you're into that kind of thing. And I was like, how does she know that? And I figured I wouldn't ask too many more questions because – um, who knows? She may follow me, but um, I think it gets out there, though. I think, uh, and then another thing I always talk about is 
I don't really fear that too much because I, I try to be the same person both at work and in real life. I like to have a lot of transparency. So um, I think that there's a lot of value in just being who you are and not being ashamed of it, you know, so. That's, that's yeah. very true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, who else? So what else? How many cats they have like that, like I just did. Exactly. Yeah. How, many, how many cats do you have at once, Jonathan? Did you, did you, did you uh, no, I, I can't handle animals. Or? No, I, I don't have any pets. I have a, a friend of mine gave me a, uh, um, a squeezable, uh, one of those stress balls, and uh, he's some kind of cartoon character. I don't know who, but we, uh, we call him Giorgio, and he's like my pet because I don't do anything with him. So that's the closest, <laughs> the closest thing to a pet as I've, as I've ever had. Because um, I'm, I'm never home. How about you guys? I know you have a lot of cats, cat, but how about you, Dr. Mike? Any, any, any pets? No, I mean, I'm, I'm never here. I'm always at work. So uh, That's right. Yeah, I, I cannot. Yeah. I can't even. I, I had a plant once. and uh, You did? <laughs> did you water? Did you? <laughs> it died. Did you water? I, I, going to be, you know, arrested because of neglect of a plant. So, uh, it's yeah, that's a pretty bad crime, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, um, I had some sea monkeys one time. You know what sea monkeys oh, really? are? Yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah you I put them in water. I was fascinated by them. <laughs> yeah, I still am. I still don't know if they're real or not. Look up that on my Wikipedia. Um, yeah, uh, what were How about those? a chia pet? Yeah, or a chia <laughs> yes. Those two. Yeah, what 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 were the sea monkeys? Like um like little amoebas? <laughs> I I think so. Actually, I'm looking it up now. Um They were uh, they, they, they were abandoned in the 60s. That they thought they were the that, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess it was the right, Mike. You remember those, yeah, right, no. Mike? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I never I never okay. had them because uh I uh probably couldn't take care of them. But, yeah, I had a lot of friends that had them and died. And yeah, they're brine shrimp, I guess. Ah. The type of shrimp um, group of crustaceans. <laughs> oh, yeah. For, yeah, for, friggin' Ben is uh, saying they're actually shrimp. So uh, Yes. Yeah. See, people are learning Aww. from this show. That, well, that's right. <laughs> We're family, family doctors and a NICU nurse. I mean, we could teach people a lot of things on the show. Uh-oh. I know. I love NICU. I love babies. I love sea monkeys. I love all of it. <laughs> they're, my, they're my little sea monkeys, my little babies in NICU. <laughs> they're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so Dr. Jonathan, you're like in your, are you in your last year? I mean, don't you, I mean, I thought I'd say that you already have a job, but aren't you like, like, like working for like this innovative company now? Or, uh... Yes. Thank you. Yeah. For, um, thank you for following my tweets. Yeah. I'm actually getting really, I am in my last year of residency, so I'll be graduating in June. And then, um, as you know, the family medicine market is just so broad and there's such a need for family doctors in every geographic location and in every type of practice. So, that's really a nice place to be in. Um, but I've decided to pursue entrepreneurial things. So I'm going into telemedicine, actually. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm working with a cutting-edge company um, who is uh, – I tweet about them all the time on Twitter. Um, and basically, we provide 
telemedicine via an app on your iPhone or your computer um, that you can download. And uh, then you can be face-to-face within seconds with a, with a doctor who can, who's licensed in your state and able to take care of uh, really most routine, non-urgent complaints. Um, so it's, it's incredibly convenient for patients, and uh, we are not fully active yet. We will be early next year, but in our trials so far, it's been extremely well-received. Um, we've just gotten a few recent spots on the Dr. Phil show, uh, which I've posted many times because I think it's so, so cool. But, uh, so I'm hoping to do more of that and um, start a few, and I'm involved in a few other Internet startups as well. But, so we'll see what happens. Wow. So how so. how would you how would you like charge through insurance for that or is it how how does that work? Yeah, that's as far a, as the patient? that's a good question. Right now what we're doing is we're not accepting insurance. It's all credit card based. So it's forty dollars for fifteen minutes with uh, the FaceTime with the doctor. Um and then any additional time uh, is you know another forty dollars for another fifteen minutes. We're finding that that's a good length of time because most visits are around ten minutes, especially when you're face to face with the doctor. And um, so, uh, and we also find that patients understand the cost because if you go to an ER, your copay is going to be you know usually over a hundred dollars, and um, even many urgent cares have higher copays, and certainly many specialist offices do. So uh, we we figure it's about uh, comparable to that cost. But it's also ex- so extraordinarily convenient that uh, we think that'll make up for it. So um, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. We're hoping later on, once it becomes mainstream, to start accepting insurance. But we don't do that yet. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we'll see what and happens. And you can and you pres- and you pre- and you can prescribe the medicine, right? You can prescribe. That's right. Yeah. So um, we we hook the patient up with a doctor in that state who has a license in that state. Uh, many of our doctors have multiple licenses. Like me, I have two in New York and Illinois. So uh, they can legally and ethically prescribe you medication in that state if they think that it's warranted. Of course, we stay away from controlled substances. Um, but uh, otherwise, we can prescribe really anything um, that you might need. So it's exciting. Hmm. I don't know. I've what do you think of, of that. it? Wow. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean that's the, that, that, that's where it's going, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is where it's going. I mean, people want convenience and also access, and I think it's really good for rural communities that don't have access. And um, my my ultimate goal is to make this preventive instead of acute care, meaning you'd actually go and have preventive visits, you know, online, with you know, and you can actually spend forty minutes talking to your doctor about, you know, how to prevent heart disease or how to control your type 2 diabetes. So I, I think that it has a lot of potential, but um, slowly but surely, we'll see what happens. And it allows so the, me the, to the, spend the, more time in front of my computer tweeting. Um, <laughs> so the, 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 the payment is, uh, is per visit, or do you guys have like a subscription model? Or? Yeah, well, right now we have a fee. We get paid per hour. But we also get paid, that's like a base fee, and then we also get paid per consult. We get extra money for that. Um, so we're hoping to increase the prices, actually, because right now it's just kind of an introductory level. But um, we'll see what happens. Again, it's brand new. Um, so we've only tried it out in a few states so far. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens. 
um, it's certainly not enough just to complete your income. Like it's not going to replace a a full time family physician's income. Um, we're hoping yet. it'll get to but, that. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, that's right. right. We're hoping it'll get to that point in a few years. But right now, it's just you know supplement. So I'm working on a lot of other projects. I might do some some uh, urgent care or uh, other entrepreneurial pursuits that I'm doing. But <laughs> we'll see what happens. How did you decide on your job, Dr. Mike? You must have – go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. No, no I was, I was going to ask you. Um, uh, yeah, it's funny when we have two hosts uh, kind of talking to each other. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like two um, great minds combined or, or three great minds. That's right. No, you're <laughs> right. No. Um, so all, all, these, all these startups, I mean, was it because of your Internet presence that people started sort of to get to know you? I mean, is that – is that how these kind of presented themselves, or I mean, I would I would assume that you went out and got you know got some of those opportunities yourself, but they had to be familiar with some of your internet work. I would. Yes, that's a really good question. Um, I'm involved with a few other startups. I actually haven't even mentioned them. I'm involved with particularly one called Happy Health. Um, you can check out our website at happyhealth.me, uh, which is it's essentially a smart um, um, a smart uh, health technology startup which helps patients and doctors um, ease the, um, the process of registering for a patient visit um, and also help patients have more ownership over their healthcare materials and their records. Uh, and how I got involved with that was actually I was reading on Twitter, I, got, you know, I was reading about the social media startups and um, I learned about a space in Chicago where there's actually an organization called um, Health Tech 2.0 um, where these folks meet up like every week and just talk about new health technology entrepreneurial ideas. And I just started going to some of the meetings and some, you know, a few of the people were like, yeah, I recognize you from Twitter. And I was like, well, great. Yeah. Um, uh, um, and uh, they, I, we, I just started talking, you know, it's really a great, exciting time to be involved in this stuff because there's so many exciting minds out there who are engaging on startups. And, and the thing is about startups is 90% of them fail, fail big. And it's, but it's still so much fun to be part of them that, you know, because you never know if your startup's going to be the next Facebook um, or if it's just going to fail big. And the thing that I really value about them is a lot of these startups really value physician input because a lot of, as, as you know, Dr. Mike being in the, um, in the family medicine profession, a lot of family doctors are so busy that they just don't have any time to be involved in this stuff. Um, I know that you go to right, right. conferences about social media, but a lot of doctors sure. say, I don't want to be involved in social media. I don't have time for that. I don't want to be involved in health tech entrepreneuring. You know, I just want to have time to see my patients and do my charts and, uh, you know, try to read some journals. But so they've been very, um, very welcoming to me, and it's been a lot of fun to be part of some of these startups um, but it definitely, I will say that Twitter helps a lot, but to make the connections, you really kind of go, got to go meet people in person at these conferences and, and workshops. But um, really, uh, most of my partners I've only met once, and we just meet on, you know, web, web chat or like uh, Google Hangout for our meetings. So, um, but I think there is still, especially nowadays, there's so much value to that uh, personal meeting um, that I don't think that will ever be replaced, but um, Definitely shortened. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, in, 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 yeah, in the chat room, uh, Ben has a question about just telemedicine in general. I mean, the the, the potential for abuse um, for people who want controlled substances, pain medicines, or morning after pill. And but I mean, but but you, but that that other venture. I mean, it, you guys don't don't deal with any kind of controlled substances. Is that right? That's right, and that's a really good question, Ben. I mean, it um, it, it is a problem that a lot of telemedicine companies run into. There are a bunch of telemedicine companies out there. There's probably about 10 of them. A lot, most of them are not very busy, and quite frankly, a lot of them are pretty sketchy. Um, they're only done via telephone, um, and uh, they're, a lot of times they're done with, with uh, doctors from overseas who are prescribing to other pharmacies. They're kind of sketchy, and um, they do oftentimes people are able to get controlled substances or uh, Viagra that way, and it's not legitimate. Um, Our company, which is completely legitimate, all U.S. doctors, we just stay away from that completely by just not prescribing those pills. We just don't prescribe any controlled substance, any – yes, and we – or any – you know, any Viagra or anything like that, we just stay away from it. And um, I think that's really the only thing you can do uh, because it's really very hard to um, control that stuff because people are experts, as you know, Dr. Michael, we deal with it every day. People sure. are experts at finding doctors to give them controlled substances, at doctor shopping, at going to different dentists and um, or any healthcare professional who can write them a prescription. And so we just stay out of it. Um, and so far we haven't had too much trouble with it. You know, patients yeah. know it before yeah. they pay their fee. So, um, have, have you guys made announcements yet? I mean, are you, can you, can you say the name of the company or not yet? Yeah, or? I can. Um, uh, then, you know, I'm not actually not sure if I can say the name of the company, so That's I'm fine. not going to for That's now, fine. but. Um, if you That's follow fine. me on Twitter, you'll, you'll see it because I tweet it all the time. But, That's fine. <laughs> um, no, I should, I, 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 should, I, should bring it, I should bring it back on the show uh, when you guys – That's what I mean, know, yeah. I, let me get permission from the company, and then I'd, I'd love to come back on and kind of talk a lot more about it um, because it's, it's really interesting um, how these startups work. Because, and I can say this to everybody out there. Something I've learned from being involved in startups, any startup, is – that good ideas are a dime a dozen. Everybody has got a really good idea. I, I could talk to anybody on the street probably, and they could give me an idea, a really good idea for a business or a really good idea for an app or some kind of startup company. But um, the thing that the reason why not everybody is successful and that most people fail is most people do not have the perseverance and the, and the ability to work hard to actually make these ideas happen. So. Um, if, if that's a very powerful thing. When you get a group of people who are able to persevere and make these things happen, that's when you get things done, even though they're not you know, incredible ideas. Like people were thinking about telemedicine probably like 50 years ago, but, you know, and, uh, and, but we just recently had this group of really good um, physicians who got together and were, and were able to persevere through all the um, through all the obstacles and get, you know, get the engineers on board who had to write the really innovative software and kind of stick through the legal hassles and uh, everything like that and the malpractice issues. Um, so it's really quite amazing what you can accomplish when you just persist and work hard. Um, so yeah. th- that's a really big lesson that I've learned from this. So, and um, that's what I always tell young people that I mentor. I just say you got to just work hard and you can really – do a lot, you know, especially now. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and while I have it here, and, and, and Kat and I were going to talk about this too, uh, you know, what, what's in the news this week is, is a, another one of these startups and you know, this, this home genetic testing service, this 23andMe <laughs> that the FDA is going after. And for people who don't know the story, I mean, you know, this, is a, this is a company where you can get your DNA kind of mapped out. And, and uh, they've been in the news the last couple of days because the FDA has went after them and said you can't do this anymore. And there was uh, some concerns about reliability. Um, Dr. Jonathan, do you, do you have any thoughts about, not this, but I mean, just like home genetic testing or, you know, some of these innovative things that are coming out these days now? You know, this is a really funny topic, actually, because I must admit, I bought myself a 23andMe kit about two weeks ago, <laughs> and I still have it. And I haven't You're the one that yet. shut it down, Dr. Jonathan. I probably <laughs> did, <laughs> no, but, but I personally, well, here's what happened. I was, doing, I, I was in clinic one day, and a patient told me that um, he had bought it, and that uh, he was waiting for his results. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. So I went on the website, and I was like, wow, you know, that, I would like to know if I have an increased risk of sudden death at age 32 or whatever, you know, um, or, or whatever genetic problem I might be, have. Um, and so I ordered it, and it came in the mail like two weeks ago, and I haven't sent it in yet. And then I saw all this stuff on the news about it. I was like, uh-oh, um, well, at least I don't have to, you know, spit into that thing because you, you have to give them a lot of saliva. It's just kind of hard, but um, yeah, you know, it's not FDA approved, um, which is okay. I mean, I think that there's a difference between saying something is a legitimate laboratory evidence-based FDA approved test versus saying that it's not, but it's kind of for entertainment purposes. Um, you know, no, nobody's going if you, um, you know, nobody's going to make dramatic life decisions based on this test, and they shouldn't. I, I would just encourage them to just look at it from a almost as an entertainment perspective, you know, but, um, but it, but definitely it's not FDA approved and it's, it's too bad. And, um, to tell you the truth at this point, I may not even send it in. I may just return it. Um, okay. so Ken, I know, I, you, I know you had some thoughts, you had some thoughts on this. We, we chatted a little bit about that yesterday. Well, okay. So, well, I'm, I'm learning more now as I'm listening. So the FDA's issue with it is that they don't know how reliable it is or, that's right. Because, yeah. well, like, okay, yeah, because I guess they would have to test it. Because I'm thinking, well, what if, some like, somebody gets the test, right, and their results say they have the, the gene that causes breast cancer, they're going to go out and get a double mastectomy, you know, pre-even getting cancer. And I guess they're, I, I thought they were more worried about people making these life decisions or big, huge decisions about this. Well, I guess now it makes more sense hearing Dr. Jonathan talk about it like that. I mean, how do they know See, for sure that's why that, good. how accurate it is? <laughs> I mean, that's why you're of, good, you know, how, <laughs> Well, just to know its accuracy, you know, how is it really that accurate? So, yeah, I guess you're right. You would exactly. have to just look at it for – because I figure genetics is genetics. I mean, it would have to be accurate. I mean, it – if you're getting your DNA analyzed, DNA is pretty much black and white, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it like, is, it's, it's it like, like really bad luggage. You can't get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, it is. And you know what? It's only 100 bucks too, and that seems like super cheap for a really good, you know, DNA analysis, you know, which I think should cost a lot more than that. So um, it's definitely – 
question. Well, I've never seen, though. I haven't been able to find an actual report like what people actually get. I'd be interested to see it. Like, I don't know if it's like oh. the percentage it's on, it, probability. Yeah, so, so, so some people on Twitter have been sharing what the actual printout is and oh, all that okay. stuff. It's, it's, it's all out there. You can find it. So Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. Do you think I should send it in? I mean, I'm not going to make any life or death changes based on it, but um, – yeah, I know I have certain genetic, you know, diseases in my family, and it would be interesting to see um, if I am at higher risk for any of them, you know. If well, I already I mean, had we, it, I'd probably do it. I mean, yeah, we, we, I we might just do it. You have, you have the awesome gene. We just have to confirm it. That's right. I do want to confirm that. And I'm going to tweet a picture of that once that report comes back. Um, I gotta, uh, even if I have to Photoshop it. Uh, no. There you go. Um, so you know, but before I, I let you curious. go there, uh, before I let you go there, Dr. Jonathan. So the Dr. Jonathan live show is it coming back? I mean, you, you have a you have a, a microphone there. Like, can you give us any kind of insight on? When the next show is going to be there? Yeah, so I have some actually some special news. I haven't announced it yet. Uh, maybe I'll announce it on your show. But um, so I've I've gotten out kind of into the field of interviewing. Um, as many of you know, I interviewed Adrian Gang, um, who was the star of Bravo's Below Deck a few months ago. You can find that interview interview on YouTube um, if you search for Dr. Jonathan Live. Um, and I've also interviewed a few other folks. I really enjoy interviewing people. Um, by video because it's really hard to get people to appear on camera, and I think it's really fun. Um, and it's, it's more fun to edit. Um, but I will be having another special guest, hopefully, who I'll be interviewing next week, um, who's been in the national news recently um, for a very controversial photo that she posted. Um, I don't know if I should leave it at that or if I should give you some more clues, but um, she will be on my show next week, so I'm hoping to actually have the interview done next week so I can upload it to YouTube later next week. Um, but that's kind of what I'm focused on now is doing interviews because they're more easy to schedule and they're more easy to you know, edit and have other people watch because, as you know, scheduling is very difficult. Because so, my fantasy yep. is to have a show where just everybody's watching and calling in and <laughs> you know, I'm giving away free TVs and toasters and things. And, um, <laughs> but it's... It, 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 <laughs> but it's uh, it's very hard to do that. So actually, um, I'm, I'm, I, so that's why I'm focusing right now on interviewing people, and then hopefully next year when I have more time on my hands, I'm going to try to start the old show back where I'm going to get guests and um, to come on live, and hopefully you two will be on my show as well. There you um, go. And yeah, so but. Um, Please follow me at Dr. Jonathan, and then you can see all the updates about who I'm going to interview next week. Um, I'll give you a hint. It was a very controversial photo that she posted a few weeks ago, and it has to do with – or a few months ago, actually. It has to do with um, fitness and health. And uh, I'm actually going to – You're interviewing Miley Cyrus? Oh, wow. no. Oh. I think I know – no, no, no. I think I know who you're talking about. I don't know yeah, her name, I, though. I may have tweeted it out, but yeah. Um, I'll give you another clue. I'm doing. I'm actually doing a, a grand rounds at my hospital about uh, childhood obesity, and uh, in, in next month. Um, and uh, so I figured that interviewing her would be a really good uh, thing to put in my my presentation and to talk about. So, um, and it would be fun. So uh, it's uh, it's actually. It doesn't oh. matter. I can say who it is. It's it's Maria Kane. Um, you can see her. Uh, the photo that she posted about. 
um, basically she posted a photo of herself and her two sons and said, what's your excuse? And it caused a lot of controversy. Oh, that one. Wait, yeah. no, I was thinking of something else. Wait, what, what's this? What's your excuse for what? what explain. Uh, for not being physically fit. <laughs> yeah, um, I found it. So she's got, yeah. I'll put it in the chat there, and I'll, 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 I'll send it to you. Yeah, very, if you just Google her name, it'll come up. She's a very nice lady. Uh, she's a nutritionist and a fitness fanatic um, and uh, mother of three boys. Um, and I just want to kind of get her input about not only how to keep herself healthy, but how you keep your children healthy when you're so busy. Um, which I think is really difficult in today's world where we just feed our children carbohydrates and macaroni and cheese and um, think they're healthy. Wow. So, uh, How did you get that? You have to have an agent. You've got to be working with an agent. You can, you can uh, no, it's, I bet. it's uh, <laughs> just me. I'm my own agent. <laughs> no, I actually I do have an agent. I have many agents. They all work for me. Um, there you go. Uh, many different agent, agents. Though. That's right. That's how we met. We met at Agent Academy. I was looking for <laughs> and All right, I took you out to lunch at the But it's great to be on your show, Dr. Mike. It's so much fun. It's like it's like it was yesterday. I haven't been on for like years. So you're you're uh, <laughs> you you you're staying in Chicago then following residency so you'll be Yeah, probably. Um but I might also have a residence in New York City. You know, I may live between the two cities, uh, my favorite cities. Jet setter. Jet setter. Yeah. <laughs> Jet setter. <laughs> That's right. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he'll be, he's living in Chicago, and then he lives on the subway in New York. That's, that's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Providing musical entertainment. Um, for that's, that's, that's him. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yes. Um, Okay. Every day. Great. And providing free medical advice. Oh, but anyway. Um, there you go. So, so the best well, way for, for uh, people to find you on is, is Twitter. That's the best way to find, that's, find you. Yeah, that's my home. That's right. Dr. Jonathan on Twitter. Um, please uh, please uh, follow me and say hello. Uh, <laughs> yes. All right. All Great right. being here, Dr. Mike and Kat. So hey, it's nice it's to it's thanks for, for calling in the, the host of the Dr. Jonathan live show, which will come back soon. With an exclusive yeah. interview, which he we just announced here, Dr. Jonathan. So, thank you so much for calling in. Oh, my pleasure. Have a good evening, guys. All right. Thanks, All right. Dr. Jonathan. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. So, how about that, Cat? I'm sorry he, he took uh, he took a lot of your time. I'm sorry about that. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> but I'm still I still don't know what the I, I still don't know what the photo is like. First, when he said a controversial photo. It seemed like somebody had done that very recently, but I think it was a tweet instead of a photo. But it was somebody big and famous, and I can't remember who. And then I thought he was talking about that photo of that pregnant woman weightlifting. Oh. You remember that one? No, I will. uh, No, yeah, I'll I'll send you the photo, and you'll you'll know exactly what it is after you see it. So. uh. Oh man! I can't wait. (laughs) <laughs> oh man. So so yeah, so let me ask you, Kat, so um have uh so so would you ever visit a doctor online, like to get like real medical advice and stuff? That's kinda of where telemedicine is. I mean it's kinda of like Skyping with your doctor. Well, I mean if I if it was I think if it was advice I needed more than anything. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I would have to because like for instance, if I have let's say I think I have strep throat. They can't do the swab over the 
computer, right? But I guess if they still, because right, right. a lot of times, even when I go to my doctor, if I have, you know, a cold or sore throat, they may prescribe me antibiotics. I know you're not supposed to for just a cold, but sometimes they will if I beg. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know that it's a, it's a virus, but if I don't take antibiotics, it will, it's like for me, I feel like for me, the antibiotics are preventative of going into the lungs. That's the way I think. I'm trying yeah. to prevent it from becoming like a pneumonia type thing. Right. Uh, and I swear, I always get better if they give me a Z pack. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I don't know oh, what anybody man. says. Oh so, boy, um, I'm, I will get all. I'm going to get all kinds of letters now. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> improper I'm use not, of antibiotics. No, now see, I, now let me let me do, let me explain though. I do when I not I don't go to the doctor every time I get a cold because I usually I do just wait it out because I know that if I do it too much it's going to have an anti effect. This is when I have a bad cold, like when I do feel like it's starting to kind of go into my lungs and and I'm real real bad. Then I might say, please, can you give me a little something something, please? Whoa. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about there, Kat. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, it's like I, I kind of know. I know my body. I know my snot. I know that, okay, this really is going to go away in a few days. But I can get colds that will linger for weeks. So, you know, sometimes for me, antibiotics tend to help. I'm not giving that as medical advice, though, people. I'm sure most of the people that listen to your show, though, are in the medical field and already know all this. So the people who are not in the medical field and think you need antibiotics for a cold, you really don't. But I do it anyway. Oh, man. Uh-oh, Jesse Ferg anyway. is in the chat room. Jesse Ferg. Jesse Ferg. Jesse Ferg. We have audio for Jesse Ferg in the chat room. Oh, no, uh, that's another show. Sorry. Jesse oh, Ferg. And I was just wondering where he was. He is right there. Hi, Jesse <laughs> Ferg. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, well, I, I know you wanted to talk about this story. We, we'll, we're going to talk about this story. And uh, if people like Ferg and Ben want to call in <laughs> and catch up because, you know, we have a talked in such a long time uh six four six seven one six uh nine five one four so yeah jesse ferg is here so yeah big shout out to uh to jesse ferg but i know we want to talk about this story so we'll uh we'll talk about this it, this is about uh, e-cigarettes so i'm going to read a little bit here and uh then i'll ask for your reaction here cat so this the title here is uh, uh as feds ponder future of e-cigarettes some colleges move against them while the federal government decides how to regulate electronic cigarettes, many university officials across the country are moving ahead with their own rules about e-cigarettes on campus. Several universities have already prohibited e-cigarettes or are set to ban them in upcoming years at Idaho State University, Missouri State University, and the University of Texas at Austin. Officials have updated their smoking policies to ban e-cigarettes. Products soon will be prohibited at the University of Illinois and all campuses of the University of California. Several other campuses have permitted products, though they may uh, follow the lead of University of Cal uh, North Carolina at Chapel Hill and discourage their use. Uh, 
So I can't, I have to tell you, I, I have a lot of my patients who, uh, who, uh, uh, ask me about e-cigarettes who use e-cigarettes, especially people who are using kind of real cigarettes and, uh, see this as an option to try to, to try to, uh, you know, get off nicotine. Um, I know you probably have people that, that you talk to or, um, maybe even, you know, people that you know or patients or families or something asking you about uh, e-cigarettes. What, what's a, what's a, do you have any kind of reaction to e-cigarettes or the story about, uh, you know, colleges trying to ban some of this stuff from campus? Yes. My reaction to these colleges and all these people that are trying to ban e-cigarettes are freaking annoying, Okay. Why is the world so anti-e-cigarette? Why is the world so anti-vape? Okay, it's called vaping, by the way. It's not smoking. (laughs) Now, I'm not telling you that. I'm telling the people that, okay? Banning smoking real cigarettes in public places is fine because the, you know, even though I don't think the government has any place telling us what we should and shouldn't put in our bodies, okay, that aside, if you're smoking a real cigarette around people who don't smoke, you're putting them at risk. That I understand. Smoking an e-cigarette is not putting anybody else at risk. Nobody else is at risk. What they're trying to do is demonize these people. They're trying to put a stigma on e-cigarettes when there doesn't need to be one. You know, it's vapor. They're getting their nicotine. That's all they're getting. Are you going to make them rip off their patch? If somebody's trying to to quit smoking and they're wearing a patch instead, is that not allowed because it's nicotine in it? You know, basically it's nicotine. It's nicotine in a water vapor. People need to freaking chill out about the e-cigarette and stop making it such a big deal. It is so annoying. All right. I'm sorry. I just had to go. (laughs) You know, why, seriously, why, why on earth would a university say, you can't smoke your e-cigarettes here? Why? Who's it hurting? Who's it hurting? The person who's smoking it, they're an adult. If they want to put nicotine in their body, let them. If they want to put, if they want to, it's just like that mayor who, who or governor, whoever it was in New York, who was it that, that wanted to ban the large sodas? If somebody yes, uh, wants Bloomberg, that's, that's right. Yeah. Bloomberg, if whatever a person wants to put in their body, yeah, educate them, right? Yeah, nicotine is addictive, fine. But if they want, if they know the, the, the risks of, of using nicotine and they know it's addictive and they still choose to put it in their body, if you're an adult, you should have that right to do it without feeling like you're being demonized for it. Smoking an e-cigarette in public is not going to affect anyone. Nobody's going to smell it. Nobody's going to inhale it. Nobody's going to get any free nicotine in the air. Nobody's going to die from it. You know, they need to just chill the hell out. (laughs) I'm so angry. It's so annoying. It's so annoying how much I'm saying about these stupid e-cigarettes. That, that everybody, the FDA is, oh, my God, we have to, re- okay, fine. Regulate it. They want to regulate it as a tobacco. They keep calling it a tobacco product. Tobacco is a leaf. Tobacco is a leaf. This is nicotine in a whatever they have at base. 
uh, they put it in a base, what's it called? Uh, it's stuff that's put in our food. I mean, it's something that is not even, the only thing that a person smoking an e-cigarette is getting is nicotine. They used to have, I don't know if they still make them, and you probably heard of it, those Nicotrol inhalers. This was way before the e-cigarette ever came out. You've got nicotine right. gum, you've got patches, and you have the Nicotrol inhaler. Well, the Nicotrol inhaler, for those who don't know, is like this little plastic tube. It looks like a tampon, actually, it's like a tampon applicator. And a person inhales it. There's no, there's no vapor. There's no nothing, but they get a hit of nicotine, okay? But they still get that motion of actually putting something in their mouth and inhaling, right? That's another smoking cessation device, okay? Nobody ever complained about that, okay? What is their hang-up? I, I can understand, all right, maybe they're afraid that this might look, they're, they're glamorizing it and they don't want kids under 18 or whatever buying it. Well, then don't sell it to kids under 18, which I don't believe they do. If you look at it at like, a, a, an e, uh, like at Walgreens and stuff like that, now they sell the kids for it, and they sell disposable electronic cigarettes. If you look on those boxes, it says not for sale to minors, you know, not for sale under the age of 18. You have to sell it just like you would a pack of cigarettes. They have to be 18 to buy it. So I don't think there's an issue there unless people are just selling them and not checking the person's ID, but that happens all the time anyway, you know. Kids drink alcohol. They get people do things to their body that they shouldn't do. <laughs> but as far as the problem I have with banning e-cigarettes in public places, at universities, not hurting anybody else, there is no point to me for, for, for a university to say, no, you can't smoke those here, okay, because it's hurting me and I, and I make the decision to put it and I make the decision to use it you're telling me I can't do that? I can understand real cigarettes because you're putting others at risk. You're not putting anybody at risk with a, with an e-cigarette. What is the point? Unless it's to stigmatize that person and make them feel like a piece of crap like they already do when, when they smoke real cigarettes and people look down on them. So you're saying it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's discriminatory. You're saying that it's, it's isolating them, it's making them feel bad. Um, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that, that, that's what you're I saying. I think so. Well, I, I think that's part of it, yeah. I mean, and, like, what's, what's really, what's the point? Are they trying to tell people, that just, we can't let them think it's okay because, there's still nicotine in it. Well, caffeine isn't all that great for you either, but people take tons of that every day when they drink coffee and they drink soda or whatever they drink. You know, people put bad things in their body all the time, you know. And, and nicotine, as far as I know, and tell me if I'm wrong, has never been proven for a fact to be the carcinogen that's in cigarette. It's the, all, all the other crap that's in the cigarette. You know, cigarettes, you have tar, yeah, you have the nicotine, but you have tar, and you have all those, however many other chemicals, and, and it's a lot of those other chemicals that are actually the carcinogens, and plus it's stinky, it's offensive to other people, fine, that I can totally understand, but you, if you sit <laughs> next to a person smoking an e-cigarette, 
The only thing you might smell is a beautiful aroma of blueberry or apple or whatever it is flavor they're smoking. You're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna get freaking sick. You know, what is the freaking point? I don't get it. Well you said you I said uh, you said you said freaking twice there. Wow. Friggin' Ben. You know, that, 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 that's a good transition because we have him on the line here, but I want to make sure that you've aired all this out before I, I, I you know, I don't, I don't want you to run over him here. So are, have you gotten it all out there, Kat? Do you feel better? Do you have anything else to say before we bring our good friend, uh, friggin' Ben, on the line here? Uh, you, you okay? Yeah, I think so. I probably should stop while I'm ahead. <laughs> No, no, no. He'll, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll get you going too. But, but, uh, but bringing, bringing Ben on the line here just before we bring him on here. This, this will complete the, the reunion of, of uh, whenever our New Year's Eve and uh, <laughs> oh, New yeah. Year's show from a few years ago. So on, uh, on the line with us, he, he's, 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 uh, he's uh, not really uh, <laughs> buried in snow, but he's, he's in a little bit of snow. Uh, uh, Friggin' Ben's on the line. Ben, how you doing there, my friend? I am doing good. Hey, friggin' Ben. How are you guys? Good. Yeah, you know, you? It's, it's great to hear your voice there, my friend. It's been a long time. And uh, um, for, for people who, who came in late to the show, uh, uh, friggin' Ben announced on, on Facebook that uh, him and Mrs. Friggin' Ben are, are expecting and uh, their, their, their kids coming in the summer. So congratulations there, my friend. Thank you. It would come as a shock to us because uh, my, my wife uh, was, well, she, she has a son that uh, he'll be 16 in February. And uh, when, when she had him 16 years ago, uh, they, they told her she wouldn't be able to have any more kids. So uh, all of a sudden, uh, now, we're, now we're pregnant and uh, surprise. So <laughs> definitely wow. a shock. So, yeah. When's wow. the due date? Uh, right now, they're giving us a due date of July the 24th. Oh, wow. Let's see, January, March, April, May, June. Okay, so, yeah, she's, like, what, three months in? Something, Something like, that. like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know <laughs> what the math is on that. She is not the person to ask there, Cat. Come on. Jeez. I just go look at the altar sounds and listen to the heartbeat and all that. They they take care of all the other stuff. So. <laughs> wow. Wow, yeah. So, so that to 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 catch people up here, I mean, you know, I mean, the 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 thing that I want to, you know, really highlight for for our friend Ben here is, and he's been on the show many times in in the past, but uh, um, you know, you 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 had this huge weight loss there, Ben, and uh, I do want to have you share a little bit of that story here because people don't know, but uh, I'm real proud of you, and I, I've seen pictures of you, and you look great these days. Yeah, well, uh, a few years back, about three years ago, I had uh, the gastric bypass surgery, and uh, I've, I've since lost 175 pounds. And wow! I, I I continue to to, to maintain that weight. Uh, I, I I still weigh about anywhere between. It, it kind of fluctuates a little bit, but it stays between 225 and 230. Which, uh, for those that don't know, you know, prior to surgery, I, I weighed about 400 pounds. So. Um, having the surgery, it's it's big difference on on my health and and on, on my basically my life. For uh, yeah, you're you're kind of fading in and out there a little bit, Ben. But uh, but we're we're getting the gist of it. 
Yeah, I don't hear him either at all now. Yeah, he's, he's saying it's it's his Verizon, and he yeah, he did drop off, but he'll he'll call back in. He'll call back in. But yeah, I mean, it, yeah, he he was on this show a few years ago, and we talked about all that medical stuff, and it's on a past uh, show you can get here on the archive. And uh, so yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's 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 uh, it's good for him, you know, and it's uh, um, uh, so I think I think right around that time. Uh, um, is uh, when he uh, when he met his wife now and uh, kind of started a whole new chapter uh, in his life and uh, he's calling back in here so so you love Verizon don't you Ben uh, yeah Verizon <laughs> wonderful so uh, what was the last thing I said I, I know I was mid sentence when it decided to kick me off there so <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you, you've been able to to maintain. And uh, um, and your health has been so much better uh, following that. It really has, you know. Like I said uh, before, you know, when, when I was 400 pounds, I I didn't do a whole lot, but you know, sit around, and watch TV, and you know, kind of veg, veg, vegetate out here, you know, around the house. And you know, being 400 pounds, it it really took a toll, you know, on me health wise, as far as you know, my my knees and my back and. You know, I I was on high blood pressure medication and you know that kind of stuff at at my heaviest and you know since then uh, I you know I haven't had to take the blood pressure medication and don't don't have back problems feet problems knee problems I can get out and walk I can pretty much get out and do a lot of the stuff that I haven't been able to do since I was a teenager so uh, it's definitely been a I I you know if if I were to ever have to to make the decision again I, I definitely would. Would, would do the surgery. I, I haven't had any complications as a result of it, and everything's went as, as good as to be, you know, as good to be expected, you know, so. That's, That's great. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, do have to, are... I do have to ask you about. Uh, I'm sorry, I cut you off, Cat, but uh, I, I do have to ask you something about your your Facebook uh, feed. There is that you, you're you're very proud of the, the your your high school football this season. Is that right? Yeah, we're very proud of the high school football team this year. They uh, have 114 years worth of high school football seasons at, at my high school alma mater here in Mansfield, and. Um, in, in the 114 seasons, we, we never had a team go undefeated in the regular season. And uh, the, this year's team, which my, my stepson actually played on, uh, they, they went 10-0 and this season and made it to the second round of the playoffs. And unfortunately, we, we lost to a, to a better opponent in the second round of the playoffs, and we lost by four points in the state playoffs. And didn't quite get there. We, we probably should have won, but... Uh, well, we we came up a little short, but not to take anything away from them, you know. Like I said, they they went undefeated in the regular season this year, and that, that's a that's a milestone and his history making season. And of course, we're we're all proud of them here. That's great. That's awesome. I love football. I'm going to be so sad when the season's over. Oh, I get really kind of depressed right after the new year because then I'm like, oh, no more football. No more fall. I love the fall. I just, I don't like spring. <laughs> you know, speaking of football, Doc, you know what this week is, right? It, it's significant uh, for the, the Ohio I, State I, Buckeyes. I, 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 I vaguely, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's funny looking at my Twitter and Facebook as the, uh, 
as the Ohio State people and, and the team up north kind of go out after each other. It's it's uh, it's a fun week around here. Yeah. Oh, Michigan is that when y'all is that what you were saying? Oh, yeah, that 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 team up north. That team up north. That's what we call them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how we are with Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> that red team. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where, where, where are you going to be watching the game there, uh, there, Ben? Uh, you've been down to Columbus for a few games, haven't you? What, a couple games this year? Or? Um, no, nah, I haven't actually got to go to a game this year. Um, went to a few last year and then the year before that. Um, it, it's a fun, fun time to actually take in a game there at the at Ohio Stadium. It, it's it's such a, a large stadium, and you know they they pack it they pack it standing room only for almost every game, regardless of who they're playing. And it just nothing nothing compares to to the atmosphere of college football. And you know NFL has has great fans, and you know the stadiums are a buzz and things like that. But there's just something about a college football stadium. You know it just has a, a different I don't know just different feel to me. I think. And, you know, I think so too. Yeah, not I to take agree. anything away from college, you know, uh, the high school, you know, I, I, not to take it go back, you know, backwards towards high school, but the high school games, for me, I, I really enjoy the high school because, you know, these, these kids that get out there, same, same thing for college, you know, they're not getting paid. You know, they're out there to, to win the game and, you know, pretty much the only thing they have to take away from the season is, you know, bragging rights and if you happen to go all the way and, and win a championship or whatever, you know, sometimes you'll win a ring or something like that, even in high school. So, I mean, it, it's exciting just to go, you know, watch these kids and, and young men and, you know, go out there on the field and, you know, just put it all on the line and do their best to, you know, win the football game, college and high school both. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, do, I do have to ask you, Ben. I mean, you know, I, I think after after your your last show here on Block Talk Radio, and I think after during that process of your surgery and things, um, um, you kind of dropped off a little bit and actually got a life uh, and uh, kind of well, not do a lot of uh, you know social media stuff and all that kind of thing. And and uh, how, how'd that feel? I mean, just like you know, just not like not constantly checking everything all the time. Well, it, it it feels good, you know. I, I'm still very active on Facebook and I'm on Twitter. Um, but it, it, another interesting thing, you know, in, in addition to you know your comment of of getting a life and that kind of thing, but you know, I've, I've actually changed careers since uh, since my blog talk days. Uh, when when I was um, a host here on Blog Talk, I, I actually worked for the, the local telephone company and sat on my butt for eight hours a day. And and now since then, I've I've actually moved on, and I work for the uh, the local uh, Richland County Juvenile Detention Center. So I'm, I'm actually a, a detention center guard, and uh, I, which is a complete 180 degrees because I go from sitting on my butt, you know, talking to customers on the telephone all day, to standing on my feet and you know walking pretty much all day long with with kids in a detention center. So, so I mean, it, it it it's completely night and day from from where I was then and where I am now. You know, I, I wouldn't back then. I wouldn't even imagine, you know, even standing up for an hour, you know, and and walking around for an hour, really walking around for a half an hour for that matter. And now, you know, I I could pretty much stay up, stand on my feet and and do what I need to do for an entire eight hour shift, you know. So, hmm. 
So what what what, what interests you about that job to to go for that job? I mean, it seems like a something that I don't know. I mean, I mean, I guess I don't know you that well. I, I don't know if that really kind of fits kind of what you were, you know. Well, kind you of know, I've always kind of liked working. Uh, I've always liked working with kids and things like that. And uh, um, he also since since <laughs> since that time, you know, I was on Blog Talk. I've actually went back to school and. Uh, I'm currently attending school, which I, I never did when I was younger, uh, trying to get my associate's degree. And I'm trying to get my associate's degree in uh, human services, which is uh, basically your stepping stone into like social work and things like that. Um, so they, it kind of was was field field driven, I guess. You know, since I'm kind of trying to get into that social work, you know, type line of work, at you know, working with kids, I've always liked working with them. And, he really can't work with them too much at the detention center, but you know you, you can make a positive impact on their lives in the short time that they're there. Because um, you know it's not like a a Department of Youth Service um, type of an institution where they could you know potentially be there for you know, anywhere from 90 days upwards to two or three years. But um, the majority of our kids that, that come in, they, they stay about 90 days at the maximum. Um, a lot of them not obviously don't stay that long, but you know they're short short stays anywhere from two or three days and you know to a week two weeks uh, but like I said, the longest is ninety days, so you, you really have a limited time to to really interact with the kids but I, I like to think that you know just interacting with them on a daily basis and talking with them maybe maybe something that we talk about on a daily basis maybe I can make a make a difference in someone's life. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know probably for privacy reasons you can't discuss specifics, but I mean, it, just like you said, I mean, you're you probably feeling like you know that you know there there's some kids or some circumstances where you are making a difference and some where you're not, and it's a it's a different and interesting and, and great way to kind of to kind of give back and, and to try to you know correct uh, some of the wrong direction some of these kids are in. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Huh. So, uh, so Ben, so we, we were talking about e-cigarettes before. Do you, do you have any thoughts on that, or any anything in, in general, kind of what's going on these days? Well, not not really. Um, I, I know a couple of people here here in my area, you know, friends and things that have tried out the e-cigarettes and things like that. And you know, it, what what's funny is, you know, I, I go out here to school and. It's just a local community college, but you know we we still have um, it, it's a it's a combined campus with the local community college in, in Ohio State. So you know we have a little bit of mixture of everybody from from kids right out of high school, you know, upwards to you know people my age and, and even older trying to you know get their schooling and stuff. And we've had occasions in in class even where you know one of these younger kids you know, 19, 20, 21 years old comes in, you know, puffing away on these e-cigarettes in class and, you know, the teacher flips out on them and, you know, tells them to put it away and it's just kind of like, what, I mean, what, what's it really hurting? I mean, sure, you know, it, it it's, I, I guess, a simulated cigarette, but in my personal opinion, there's no smoke associated with it. So I don't see what it's hurting. You know, like like Kat said, it's it's water vapor. You know, so if anything you're adding to the humidity in the classroom, I guess. I, I don't know. 
<laughs> That's why they're well, I mean, it's more humidity. Well, no, but I mean, I guess, you know, it's true. Like, even if you were smoking in the classroom, it's not going to hurt anyone. I mean, but I, I would think that, yeah, probably I could see probably why the teacher would slip out and all because it, it probably does seem weird, right? Because we're not used to a world where you see people looking like they're smoking anything anywhere, you know? Like, I've been watching this uh, footage lately because of the 50th anniversary of the assassination of JFK. I've been really into watching these uh, uh, documentaries and stuff, and it's funny when you see the news people and all, they're smoking right there while they're doing the newscast, you know? People would smoke in hospitals. People smoked everywhere, right? And so... We're, we don't live in that kind of world anymore. But, I mean, from what I understood from this article, is like even on campus outside, you know, uh, that's how I understood it. I'm, I wasn't even thinking if they were talking about the classroom, but just even just sitting outside, let's say, on a bench or something. Uh, and I guess I could see, you know, where the teacher might, you know, have an issue with it if perhaps maybe it was, causing a disruption in the class. Like, you, you know, if, if yeah. they break their little e-cigarette out and everybody's looking at the guy and maybe not paying attention to the class or something, that's one thing. But, you know, as far as, you know, no cigarette, you know, it, it, I mean, it, it's it's not a cigarette. It's it's simulated, you know. So, I don't know. I, I think it, like, like many things that are like that, it, it's, it's new. So may, maybe once think- some of the newness where it wears off, maybe it'll be a little bit more accepted. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too, because I think it's still so new that not everyone really knows what it is, right? So if you're in a restaurant and you pull out an e-cigarette and start smoking it, people who don't even or maybe never even heard of e-cigarettes might think, oh, my God, they're smoking, you know? Yeah. And so I think once everyone knows what it is, they wouldn't freak out so much about it. But, I mean, like, like since the universities and all that is making these rules, and they all know what it is because they're banning it. <laughs> but I, that, that's how, like I said, I understood the article is just like anywhere on campus. You know, I wasn't even, I didn't realize that kids would go in class and, and be smoking it in there. I never even thought of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, um, they could go, if they went in the bathroom and, and started vaping, right, and started smoking their e-cigarette, nobody would even know they were smoking. Or you can't even do that with a real cigarette. You can't go hide in the bathroom because you're either going right. to set off a smoke alarm or somebody's going to smell it. You know, you just, there's no hiding with it. So, I don't know, it, it's a lot of, I just, there seems so much controversy with it where I feel like this doesn't need to be. Because it's you know, and like I said, that nicotrol inhaler that they had way before this ever even came out, you didn't see any vapors, so nobody ever said anything. You never heard anybody complain about it. I'm sure if people smoked those in a restaurant or something, nobody thought twice because it looks like you just put a tampon in your mouth. <laughs> wow! Wow! No, it looked it looked like a little tampon. We'll pull that audio. Out. <laughs> That'll be a ring. That'll be my There's ringtone no or something. Like that. You no know what I think the, the funniest thing that I, I think is funny about the the e cigs, and I I don't know. You make might correct me if I'm wrong, but it it the thing I think that the most funny about them is the little the little light you know that they have on them, so that when you take a puff on it, it lights up. And mm-hmm. it, 
to, to this day, I, I still don't understand what the what the purpose in the light is. It's like, you know, I, I understand it's supposed to be a cigarette, you, you know, a simulated cigarette, but do we really need the light? Well, I think that's part of also why it looks so, like why I said if somebody pulled one out in the restaurant and they see the little thing light up, they're going to think it's a real cigarette. You know, it does make it look more, I think, yeah, they're trying to make it, as close to a cigarette as possible without being one. But, like, for instance, I've, I've seen commercials, and if you've heard of the blue cigarette, mm-hmm. e-cigarette, and the little light turns blue, so that's obviously, you know, right. you would obviously know that's not a... Uh, a lot of them will turn red at the end. I mean, a lot of them look like, yeah, you're, you're yep. puffed on a real cigarette, so... Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Um... So, uh, so before I let you go there, uh, uh, Ben, uh, we, we talked about meetups at the beginning of the show, and uh, you brought up in the chat the, the epic meetup uh, with friggin' Ben and Dr. A and, and Jesse Ferg, and uh, out by your way. And uh, um, I can't believe it's been so long. I mean, since that happened, it was, it was a good time that we uh, got together and had some wings and just hung out and gossiped about other people. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. What to do it again? Yes. Yeah. 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 That was uh that, that, that was uh, that was fun times back then. So um so Ben you you, you missed uh, you missed hosting uh, a show here or not really. Mm, not not so much. I don't think so. I mean I yeah. you know what's funny that that you mentioned that, you know, uh Dom um texted me probably about a week, week and a half ago and he he said let's do a reunion show. <laughs> I said, you know, I, I'm just, I'm not thinking I want to do a reunion show. So I don't know. He he, may, he might convince me to do do it, but you know, the bad thing with doing a reunion show is it, it's been almost, probably almost three years now. Um, you know, that since we actually did a show, and I I probably it, just, just looking at the blog talk site, I mean, it it looks pretty much kind of like it used to, but I, I bet there's a lot of new stuff that. I, I probably don't even know what it is or what it does. So we, we'd be lost. It'd probably be just like the old show. We didn't know what we were doing then either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. I, I will. Uh, I will go on record right here on Block Talk Radio that uh, I would be be happy to to facilitate that or to host the reunion show, and uh, you guys can <clears throat> come on here anytime and. Uh, I'll just uh, listen and and uh, be entertained by you guys, and because uh, cause we miss it. I mean, it was you know they, they got you know they got crap shows here. I mean, other than this one, yeah, you know they have they have really crap shows. And, uh, have they uh, like... have they changed anything? I mean, because really the the thing the big thing that that kind of turned us off, you know, back then was you know how they're going to the trying to make everybody pay for the service and th- those that didn't pay only got half an hour shows and things like that. Have, have they kind of rescinded any of that and, and made it no, to no, where... No, it's still there. Yeah, it's no, still there. It's still there. All right. Well, <laughs> now, it's been three years, so if we ever did do it, it would be a half an hour show then probably, unless you, like yeah. you said, facilitated it. Yeah. It would yeah, be like the, the woodshed takeover yeah, exactly. Elite doctor, celebrity guy. <laughs> the artist formerly known as anonymous. 
You ought to see all these, these, these videos he posts where he's on the local news. He's like a house in Youngstown. I know. He's like yeah, the but TV it's, doc it's, they always go to. Yeah, but it's Youngstown. <laughs> <laughs> You're the, the armpit of Ohio. You, you hey, it, it starts in Youngstown. The next thing we know, you, it'll be the Dr. Mike Sevilla show right after the news. You know, Oprah or whatever. I don't know. Oprah's oh, is Oprah on TV anymore? I don't know. Uh, she was yeah, I heard she was canceled because she sucked. Yeah. It was awful. Well, you know they brought Arsenio Hall back to to television, so you know you never know. Maybe maybe the witch head will wander around one of these days, and I get bored. <laughs> yeah, just like old time, yeah. never preparing for a show and not knowing what we're doing. Awesome. <laughs> Well, that's yeah, that, that's that, that, yeah. That, that just was this show was tonight. We're just here's big people to call in, and you have a show. So you know, yeah. there you go. <laughs> well, Doc, I, All right. uh, I I encourage you to take my number down off the uh, off the thing there and shoot me a text sometime. And like I said, maybe we can meet up again sometime. Kind of like what did, I do have a question though before I go. D- did you sure. meet up at Cats or did did Cat come to yes. Youngstown, Ohio? No, or I did went you guys down meet there. in the middle. No, I went down to see Cat. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It came it's down to Mexico. Lot, it's probably a lot warmer down there than it than it is here. Uh, yeah, a, a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she said at the beginning of the show that they had a cold front come through, and and they went all the way down to sixty five degrees, and they were like in parkas. No, no, well, degrees? no, it's, no. It's in the forties. It was been in the forties since Friday. I think I'd no. still be in shorts at 40. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I think here? I saw that picture on Facebook. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, Doc, you make sure you take my number down and shoot me a text, and uh, we'll we'll try to meet up. And, Kat, it, it's been great talking to you again. It sounds like you're doing great. Doc, you, you keep doing everything that you're doing. It, it's great to see you're still on Blog Talk after all this time doing your thing. It's yeah. Quite cool. Well, thanks for calling in, my friend. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely meet up again and uh, catch up on old times. And so, All have right. a great night. Thanks a lot. Right. See you. Thanks, Ben. Right. See you. All right, my dear. We have about five minutes left. How you know? I had I, I had this whole outline on the show here tonight. Kat. I had all these articles and stuff, and uh, it turned into something actually even better. You know, me and you chatting, and then you know, chatting with old friends and new friends, and uh, it's like a um, kind of like a reunion show almost. <laughs> yeah, we, we should we should uh, maybe we should try to match up schedules during the week or something like that. I don't know because you know, because people do stuff on the weekends. I don't know. Maybe yeah, you know, maybe that's we can what, well, that's what I try to do too. like some. You- some weeknight shows every once in a while. I don't know. Yeah, because more people are able to listen on weeknights. That's what I think. Yeah. And because yeah. it's it's and because evidently you you are on call when I'm not working, and I'm working when you're not on call. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So tonight the stars aligned, and the stars uh, all of our friends. All of our friends came in and uh, put stuff out on Twitter and Facebook, and uh, uh, we still have people who um, 
who's still uh, are interested in the show. So, uh, and they're talking in the chat room. I know you're not in the chat room, Cap. They're, they're talking about this woodshed reunion, and and Ben and Jesse are trying to work it out. So, uh, yeah, hey, they're they're welcome to come back here. We I have a two hour slot anytime they want to come on, and uh, um, I'm not. I wouldn't even say anything during the show. I would just like you know start the show and have them go at it, and and uh, I would just be uh, entertained. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, so, Kat, yeah, we we have a few minutes left. Anything else you wanted to talk about tonight? Because uh, I I know I, I wanted to get that e-cigarette story to view to if you to, you know, chew on that for a little bit. But uh, and, and anything else I forgot? Um, let me think. There was a, I mean, I'm trying to remember because there was a few things. Oh, we were going to talk about the crazy mayor, but he's he's in his own show actually. He's like he needs a whole segment. So <laughs> I know. We'll, 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 we'll have to circle back to uh, Mayor uh, Rob Ford of Toronto. Uh, but 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 I did want to highlight the story with three minutes left here. I, I just saw this on on the Twitter machine that uh, porn star wants to film with Rob Mayor Ford. No. That uh, a porn star wants to do a uh, a, uh, a video with the uh, mayor. So uh, yeah, that's kind of frightening, actually. That's so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, I, I, I need another twenty minutes to explore that whole thing, and uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in the, I'll put in the chat room for all the the curious people in there. So. Oh my God! And don't uh, forget to tell me to send me that picture too. That 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 uh, controversial picture because I don't know what you're oh, yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. I will, uh, I, I, I will, uh, I will do that. Um, so you're, you're, you're working, uh, on Thanksgiving, is that right? Yes, I will be working. So yeah, no, no turkey for me. <laughs> <laughs> But you're not working on Saturday, huh? I'm off Saturday. On oh, Saturday, okay, okay. I got some family stuff, but I might be able to uh, to to uh, to do a show. But I I will let you know, and everybody who's listening, I will let the uh, the the Twitter know what's going on. So let the Twitterverse uh, know. That would be cool because then we can get into yeah. the whole mayor story. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. But I, I do want to thank the people that called in. I want to thank Ben. I want to thank Dr. Johnson for calling in. And uh, Jesse Ferg was here, and, and Peggy Kay was here, PK was here. Oh, and Dr. Sinana was here for a little bit. Uh, so thanks, everybody, who listened live. Awesome. Yes, thank you, everybody. I'm so glad to be back. It's been forever. It's been a long time. Yeah, I almost forgot how to do a show. So, but yeah, maybe um, uh, maybe some weeknights we we can we can get people in to uh, to listen to the show. I think so. I think that's a good idea. Well, my dear, we have less than a minute left. So, uh, happy Thanksgiving and uh, say hi to your mom for me. And uh, you know, I'm sorry that you're working. Um, anything else you have for us here tonight, Kat? Just thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a wonderful, happy Thanksgiving. Mwah, mwah, mwah.
People love the moise. That's why. Uh, the moise. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for listening on the archives. And uh, pay attention to the Twitter machine everywhere uh, on Saturday night. I may just pop up a, a link there and uh, might do a show. Uh, don't know. But uh, uh, great job, uh, Kat, as always. And it'll be great doing these shows uh, with you again. And uh, it's uh, it's. It's great being with you. Awesome. I think I, I, it was great being here again, and it was great meeting you. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, we'll, 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 on future shows, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more maybe. So, <laughs> so thanks, Kat. And uh, everybody out there, thanks for listening. And uh, drmikesavilla.com. And uh, I will probably have a blog post about this. So, so good night, Kat. Thanks a lot for everything. Good job tonight. Thanks. You too, man. Love y'all, everybody. Mwah again. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Have a good night. We'll see you. Bye. Hey.